With Crossbow? Are you a fan of Alex Volkanovsky? Yep. Big fan? Yep. I am as well. You and him got something in common. Yep. Oh, Jesus. It's loud. My headphones are loud. Yeah, I don't know why that was so loud. Jeez, Louise. There we go. Alex! The Great! What's happening? Is that working? We're good. Alex. Yep, we got you. I just got a crossbow today. Oh, what? This is it. I just got this today. <laughs> what do you nice. think? What do you think, dude? Mate, I don't, I don't mind my, my hunting. That looks sick. We're not allowed to use them uh, here in Australia. Are you allowed to use them? I don't know how to use it yet. Wait, crossbows are banned in Australia? Crossbows are. We're allowed bow and arrows, not crossbows. Really? Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know if this is legal in New York. I got it on on Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. though, I have had one. My mate has had one before. But yeah, they're not actually uh, legal. Well, Alex Volkanovsky, welcome to Menace and the Man, Stan the Man, Dennis the Menace Bermudez, and now we're joined by the featherweight champion Alex Volkanovsky. Yes, sir. What's happening? Welcome. How are you? Big Pretty fans good. here. We've actually. He's friends with the Hickman brothers, so he's been talking about you, and we've heard about you for years before you were I've the champion. Watched a couple of the shows. Oh, really? Yes. So I have seen. I've seen. Uh, I've seen. Uh, Dennis. Uh, he's been uh, saying that I was going to get the last couple of wins. So okay. Good stuff. I like that. I like that. <laughs> yeah, like you know what it is. He's always told me that if the Hickman brothers vouch for somebody, they're legit. Yeah. And they've been yeah. talking about you for years, so it's like, all right. He's probably going to win this next fight. Who do you like better, George or Frank? I like them both. I like them both. See, look, I'm always sitting on the fence, and I'm always there. No, nah, they're both all right. They George, got this. They're, they're both. It's funny because when I first met both of them, they're like, they're like, you know, well, it's hard to explain. So they've got a sense of humor that's sometimes very hard to, to take. So at the start, I thought they didn't like me, but it's just that's just how they are. But now I'm used to their sense of humor, so I get along with them both really well. Yeah, they're like pretty mean. And they, they, <laughs> yes. they, it's almost like they look down on you and you're like, wait, wife, what the fuck? But they're very that, easy to like. I don't know. There's something about like you want to be like on their team, like, right, right, Frank, right, George. But yeah. like in your head, like I'll smash them both. Why do I need their <laughs> Well, now what's your thing with them? You went to college. I wrestled, same... I wrestled with George okay. at Bloomsburg University. Oh, okay. And Frank was always coming around. Um, but man, they're, they're the same kind of, of guys, you know what I mean? They're like fucking scrappers, go, 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 you know? So me and me yeah. and George would fucking butt heads because it's like, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. So it'd be back and forth fucking, you know, some days I'd have a good day. Some days he'd have a good day. And it, it got, uh, yeah, man, got a little he's wild. Still, he's still, he's still, he still gets into it. Actually, George is sort of just with the coaching route now. But um, every now and then he'll chuck the wrestling boots on and get stuck in it with some of the some of the guys that are still you know UFC fighters and whatnot. And he still goes all right. He hold, still got hold it. Sometimes you sit on the couch drinking beer all the time. And now, how often are you in Thailand? Because you're from Australia. <clears throat> Australia. So I'm from Australia, but yeah, I'm, I've been going to Tiger Muay Thai for since 2014. So I was there for. Uh, the Tiger Muay Thai tryouts. So I was actually in the 2014 uh, Tiger Muay Thai tryouts, and I got one of the scholarships. So I've been back and forth there ever since. Yeah. So something we've talked about here on the show before. What's your nationality? Like your not nationality is obviously Australian. What's your um, makeup? Are you Russian? 
Dad, now my dad's Macedonian. That's where the Volkanovski is. My mom's Greek. Okay. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, thought you. So, were, uh, we, we were like, we didn't even know if you spoke English, and then we realized you were from Australia. You got like that one of those names. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what a lot of people think I'm Russian. Actually, I think I just shared something on my Instagram. Uh, I had Russian writing, but I mean, it was a cool video, so I shared it. But they were, I think supposedly someone goes, oh, they think you're Russian. So that someone told me that I must speak Russian, being like, telling me, oh, they think you're Russian. That's what I read. I, I just shared it because it was a good video. But supposedly you, they think I'm Russian. So a lot of people think I'm Russian. You probably have a huge Russian fan base of people that are just That's thinking, good. yeah, 100%. I'll, ru I'll, I'll run with that. So you can let it be. Alex, how old are you again? I'm 31. Right. Because I, I was already having a pretty good run. Because uh, Stan asked if I knew who you were. I'm like, of course I know who he is, you know. But me and you were on maybe a same card. Or we were obviously at the same fight. And, like, I was walking. I saw you had knocked some people out. And I passed you. And I was like, I... I just I don't want to fight that guy. <laughs> I just I he's like shorter than me. I don't know how to fight people shorter than me. I don't know what, what would I do. You know, I remember that for, with wrestling. If someone was shorter than me, I was like, oh, what the fuck? I don't know how to wrestle people shorter than me. This is gonna be. I don't know how to how to do this. You know, mate. It's true. Wrestling, wrestling people shorter, or even war work. It was such a good uh, center of gravity. It's, it, it makes things uh, hard sometimes. I'm used to taller guys. That's why a lot of people yeah. always. A lot of people always tell me, oh, what are you going to do the range? And I'm like, man, I've been fighting people with longer range than me for years. <laughs> yeah. That ain't a problem. That, that's, that's all I'm used to. Yeah, I was Even talking... rugby league, I was always versing the bigger boys. So. Yeah. Even Chad Mendes, when I fought Chad Mendes, obviously him being, I oh, will about the same height, I think. But, uh, you know, it was good because uh, for, for some of my height, my reach is actually pretty good. So I don't, I don't, I don't, mind, uh, I don't mind the smaller guys when it comes to MMA. Wrestling, yeah. I'd rather wrestle taller guys. Huh. Yeah, Menace is about to challenge Chad Mendes to a crossbow off. Well, no, I need to get okay, a hold. Yeah. I need to get a hold of that fucker. Uh, just because one, we want to get him on the show, and then two, I want to fucking. Hey, man, I just got this fucking bone arrow gun. How do I fucking kill things with it? How do I even work <laughs> this thing? Yeah. yeah, stands higher there up there on my radar. Me? Yeah. To what? Shoot me? Yeah. Well, no, we'll put an apple on your head. No, no Come chance. On, no man. chance. No chance. Dan. You don't trust you're me? Bugging. You're bugging. You don't trust me, dude? Not that well. Dude. Until I see you hit like 10 bullseyes in a row, then maybe. Wow. But even then. Even then. I just got to give you like 90, like nine Great South Bay Brewery beers. Oh, I don't know about that. 19. No, no chance. <laughs> Would you ever do that, Alex? Let someone shoot an apple off your head with a crossbow? Uh, not a chance. Yeah. Chance. So what if he was a pro? Maybe, maybe when I was younger. When I was younger, I was pretty <laughs> wild. I'd done whatever. But now now, now that I'm a daddy and now that I, you know, with the whole fighting thing, now I'm too scared of getting injured. I don't do nothing. Yeah. I'm a little pussy now. Yeah. So you're a father. How many kids you got? I've got two girls. Okay. So I'm a house, I'm a house full of girls. So what about your dog? Is your dog a boy? Hey. <laughs> Is your dog a boy? My do yes, he is. Boston. He's yeah. a little French bulldog. Yeah, I saw that little sucker. You got a little boss. Yeah, I've seen the post. I've seen that you had a few girls. I wasn't sure exactly how many, but yeah. No kids for yeah, me. Menace got two little boys, so yep. it's part of life, I guess, you know, for some That's people, it. not me. All right, yeah. Well, so what I noticed. Stan noticed says. He, a, oh, sorry? No, Stan says he doesn't want kids. He just can't find anyone to mate with. 
No, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I've almost been trapped a time or two. Oh, wow. What were you saying, Big Dog? I was just saying uh, I noticed uh, the setup's a bit different. Is that because of what's happening? You're uh, yeah. setting up at home? or We've always been a traveling show a little bit, but then right now we're usually at G Fuel headquarters. They were going through some renovations. They are basically oh, okay. blowing up, so they had to take over our studio space, turn it into offices. All right. So now we're like waiting to hear back from them when we could possibly go back or maybe we'll build our own studio somewhere else. We're in the Okay, yeah. And then this thing happened, so now we're yeah. Yeah. I know we should yeah, be six crazy. feet away, but you know how it is. That's all right. Oh, uh, yeah. Well we got different rules. I know one of our rules over here is supposedly if you work with people, you got your bubble of a couple of people you work with. I think it's only one person, but if there's someone you work with, you're you're all right to do everything. Or like obviously your family, that's your bubble. You're allowed. That's our rules right now. But I think it, every day something's changing. Yeah. Every day, you know, I'm doing all my workouts here at home, and just you know, just just doing what we can in these crazy situations. Yeah. How how is the hand injury? I know you had the broken hand after the Max fight. Yeah, it's it's good now. Uh, it's just it's crazy. So again, this is just a tricky situation for me because you know there's still a chance that maybe that perf card happens. Uh, when's that? Uh, June 7th here in Australia. Um, but then you've got to look at it right now. I'm in lockdown. Uh, I'm ha- coming off a bro- you know, broken hand. So I haven't wrestled, grappled for like however long it was, you know, a few months. And then I like maybe done two or three sessions of uh, wrestling or grappling. And then these rules come in. So now I still can't. And then for me to jump into a camp six weeks with no wrestling, grappling, and even if I get six weeks, just to rush in to defend the title. I know it's just crazy, man. Just this, yeah. this time we're in right now, it's just hard to really make a decision. Obviously, we want the money. We need the money as well. Uh, if we're going to be locked down for, you know, I've heard hearing people say things like six months here in Australia, but um, I just don't know. We don't know. No one knows what's happening. So it's a tricky situation for, for everyone in the world right now. But what do we do? Yeah, crazy times. What do we I- do, Stan? <clears throat> I think that what's going to happen as far as professional fighters, because they're not like NFL players or basketball players or baseball players. You saw yesterday with the Submission Underground, how Chael put on Submission Underground. The okay, yeah. Portland gave him like a mandate. They were like, we only want X amount of people in the room at one time. He was like, all right, bet. I'll fucking announce from down the block. I'll have my producer in a truck outside. I'll have one referee, two fighters and whatnot. I feel like that's what... If MMA wants to put on fights right now, that's what it's going to be for the time being. So it's yeah. almost, it's almost going to be who wants to fight without a training camp, without yeah. sparring. You know, like that's what I, th- I yeah, feel like it's going to be for it, a minute. Yeah, but it's still uh, even playing grounds because everybody, it's the same for everybody. Yeah. Like if me and Alex yeah. were going to go fight right now, like you don't have anyone to train with, I don't have anyone to train with. Like it's my house workouts versus your house workouts. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. It's going to be like just almost like a throwback to like the old school UFCs in a sense where it's like, yo, people train in the garages and shit. Yeah. Like even this UFC that they were trying to put together for April 18th, they were just trying to do Usman versus Masvidal. They're trying to do, they're trying to now talks of bringing Justin Gaethje in to fight Tony Ferguson. If Khabib can't make it, it's going to, that's what it's going to be for the time being. If people want to fight or if, Fans want fights, or if Dana wants to put on fights, that's what it's going to be. It's not going to be, yo, yeah. I had a great camp. I had an eight, 10 week, 12 week camp. It's going to be, yeah. I didn't spar. I'm just going to make weight and fight this dude. Yeah, but what if, because you know how they have fight week and shit like that? Like, what if 
everyone like stayed in the arena. There's enough rooms in the arena and shit like that, and everyone got tested before they entered the arena. Then you're good, right? Yeah, I mean, like that's I, a little extreme, but I don't no, know. I think that's what we're gonna get into in the next. Obviously, it's it. They're saying six months in Australia. Here, they've given us the social distancing and shelter in place type of thing till April 30th. They expanded it to. Oh, April 30th. April 30th. Okay. So. Yeah. Well, we don't. Yeah, we don't have exact dates or anything, but I'm just hearing like schools are going to be shut down for, you know, yeah. maybe six months and things like that. And there may be gyms. And we just don't know. Again, that, that could change tomorrow, but it's just uh, no one really knows. And I know what you mean. Like with uh, obviously a lot of people won't have camps, but then you're going to have people that probably will feel the need to sort of break rules to make sure they get the training and. They put pressure on themselves. Next minute, they are training in a gym because they don't want to fight without a proper camp. And I don't know. I just don't want to put myself in that that sort of situation. But in the same time, if this is going to stick around for a long time, then I guess we're going to have to fight eventually. So yeah, you we'll, got, we'll you just got kids have to wait and see. Yeah, I, I, and that's yeah. the thing too. I know some stupid people or smart people, whatever you want to, whatever <laughs> you want to call them, that are leaving the shutters down and leaving the front like it's closed, and they have the back door open. Yeah. And they have full workouts. The whole gym's in there. Yeah. And basically the head coach, I'm not going to name his name. He's actually a world-class boxing coach. He was like, yo, we'll fuck up the coronavirus the same way we fuck up every, everybody else. And he said, "Yeah, but, but he's, I mean, and I he's doing like temperature <laughs> tests and whatnot. If you're sick, stay home, you know. But he's, he's, he's an out there personality. But he's got people training right now as if, you know, they're adjusting a little bit for this whole thing. But I get it. Who? I don't want to name his name. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to throw him on the bus like that. And he's not the only one. I'm sure there's definitely other people that well, are that, still training. Here on Long Island, you're talking about? No, different state. So wherever you found the information, it's... it's I, I got it from a di direct source. Yeah, I'm not uh, going yeah, to name names. But I'm saying... Well, that, I'm, that's what I'm... Yeah, people reckon, are still training. I reckon you're right. I reckon there'll be more people than you think doing things like that. And not only are they are they obviously if everyone does their part for this thing, we could probably smash this coronavirus. But it's going to be hard to get everyone to do their part. <laughs> and like, then you've got things like that. So <laughs> instead of arguing like he's on PEDs, like yo, he was training, he was in his gym <laughs> training. This guy's cheating. Yeah, he was actually training. Oh, that's the world we're living in right now. <laughs> Jesus. It's oh, my crazy times, man. Crazy times. But at the end of the day, I always say we just need to adapt. Need to adapt to whatever's in front of us. And right now, this is what's in front of us. I'm still training. I'm actually doing some workouts with the wife every morning. And then I'm doing my strength and conditioning. Uh, so I'm still getting workouts, but obviously not the wrestling right. and grappling. But I know I can get fit. I know I'll get myself fit. You know, it's not hard to motivate myself for a fight. I will get fit enough. But at the same time, yeah, it's just tricky. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess I've got to talk to my team and see what they reckon as well. But just right now, everyone's just waiting things out. I've heard people say it. I've heard you say it. I've heard Ryan the Flair say it. Like, you know how to fight. Yeah. Like, do you need sparring? Yeah. Absolutely. But the main thing is coming in shape. So yeah. if you oh, have... Oh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's if you, true. If you have that camp where you didn't spar too much, but you show up in insane shape... As long that's... as your mental's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. So that... that, that... Well, yeah, no, I, love, I love to pride myself on being sort of a... They say like a calculated fighter, even when I'm in the octagon and, and preparing for a fight and whatnot. So, you know, and to me, if I was to be like, ah, stuff it, I'll fight. And then they drop a band a month later or, you know what I mean? Or, or you get what I mean? So I uh, don't get a camp, but if I fought a month later, I would have had a proper camp. 
I'd rather wait that extra month or two where I know I can get a proper camp, you know, if you get what I mean. So yeah. it's just tricky. Right now, we just got no idea. The UFC haven't even come to me with this. Uh, again, Perth was looking very likely. We haven't even had that proper conversation because of what's happening right now. Yeah. So that just shows you that no one really knows what's happening, especially each country is different. They've got all different rules. The UFC are trying to do what they can in America, finding a spot, trying to, you know what I mean, just doing what they can. And it's just a, it's just a, a shitty situation that the world's in at the moment. But, again, we just need to adapt. What do you think about Stan's idea that Dana's like, hey, Lorenzo, let me borrow your yacht. We're going to put a cage in there. We're going to ship it out to sea, and we're going to have fights out there. Mate, hey, why not? Why not keep them all on the boat for two weeks after it? That's it. Yeah. That was that same I've been, I've been on the, I've been actually on a, a boat. Uh, we had a, there was a cruise and there was a fight. I had a couple of mates fight in Thailand. So uh, they, who was it that they used to Full Metal Dojo? Do you remember Full Metal Dojo, Dennis? Negative. Oh, John, yeah, John Nutt had a had a show over there, and um, it was on a boat, so on a cruise ship. So they went there and they they went out and like fought on the boat, and it was actually pretty cool. Like it was, and I don't know whether they were doing so they could have, yeah. Hey? And then a little vacay after? It was on a cruise ship? Well, I don't know. I think, to be honest, I think the boat was still just docked in the harbor uh, when they yeah, done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But, I mean, I don't know whether they done it so they could, I don't know, whether it was to for the rules or the commissions. Or I don't know. I don't even know why they done it. Or maybe just thought it was a cool idea. They had some rich guy that had a cruise ship, and they thought they will put it in an event. It was actually it was pretty cool, that. It was all right. Yeah. That's so you like- can do it. The way that, like, there have definitely been fights on boats before. I know they've had, like, boxing matches and stuff on, like, the USS Intrepid and whatnot. The same way they used to do the fights at the you fought on one, the fight for the troops. Yeah. It's a different type of card. And then right. look at what Chael did yesterday with Submission Underground. Same type of thing. If And it's not if. Fighters want to fight. Like, if you don't have yeah. the coronavirus, you do want to practice safe hygiene and whatnot and not get sick. But you want to fight. That's how you guys make money. So I think. 100%. Something's gonna happen with this, like what? Yeah, the UFC was gonna do. From what I read today, they were gonna take Tony and Khabib to Abu Dhabi, but then the tra- oh really? But then the travel started getting banned, and what, that's why Khabib Khabib is in Russia because he tried to go to Abu Dhabi, and then they canceled the travel into Abu Dhabi. So that's why he just went home to Russia, and then the UFC was trying to figure out something, and then when they realized they weren't gonna get Khabib back to the states, they were like, all right, maybe we'll do Justin Gaethje versus Tony, or damn figure out something else so this is failed fight number this is the fifth time jesus and so, yeah the fight's Mate, cursed the fight's cursed i think coronavirus comes so that fight didn't happen that's what it seems that's how bad this curse is man like, yeah it's, it, just, it's crazy it's crazy man like everyone wants to see it and then everyone keeps saying if it doesn't happen that's it don't ever try and do it again but then everyone else is not not we need to see it, it needs to happen I, I really want to see that fight i i hope something happens i hope they work it out who do you got? Right when, that, when that fight actually happens, who do you got? Man, it's it's hard to bet against Khabib uh, just because of that, that control and how tight he is with, with everything. But, man, if anyone's going to be able to, to, you know, be dangerous off his back and pull something off, take crazy risks to get the job done, it's going to be Tony. I really do believe that. You know, he only needs, you know, and he's the type of person who will put himself in bad positions. So I believe that that's why Khabib will be able to control him. But because he is willing to take them risks, put himself in bad positions, I think he could still pull something off as well. So he will be dangerous. Every time they end up on the feet or every time there's a little scramble, 
you never know because he's a type of person that will try absolutely anything. That's why we love watching him fight. But at the same time, I think, uh, you know, he will put himself, you know, coming in too aggressive or try something crazy. You know, Khabib just wrapping him up, squeezing him, strangling him type thing and then sort of holding him down. And then if they do get back up again, something crazy. So I still think it the whole time that we will be on the edge of our feet because we know what Tony's like. So I definitely want to see that fight. Oh, yeah. Tony's a madman. From his training to his personality to how he fights. I Mate. like that's a fight where me and Menace differ. Menace is going Khabib. I think Tony actually pulls off that upset because it would be yeah. an upset because obviously Khabib's never been beaten, but yeah, it's a tough pick. It's tough to pick against Khabib. Yeah. So like I said, Khabib wins. You <laughs> you clean out the 145 division. Does Khabib have a problem with you? I mean, well, look, it, do you step see, up uh, to 155? Mate, you know what I mean? <laughs> I've been the type of person that I've, I have been saying that I don't want to go chasing and calling out other divisions. Everyone seems to do it. Everyone seems to be doing that right now. Uh, they fight. They don't even defend. They want to move up and, and hold on to that belt that they've got. Right. I don't want to be that guy. But if an opportunity was to come at me and they were to say, look, we want you to fight Khabib, mate, I'll take him 100%. No, right. no, no dramas. I'm not going to go chasing it. But right. And again, like uh, with my style, I think I'm very hard to hold down. I've uh, got these uh, little midget legs that are, you know, that are very hard to hold me down. It's, it's very easy for me to get up, and I believe uh, I believe I do have tools to give uh, Khabib real big problems. So, you know, people can uh, can be offended by that, whatever. But I honestly believe that uh, I, I could uh, give him uh, some big problems, and hopefully that eventually happens. I'll defend the belt if that opportunity comes. Obviously, it's a big payday, and uh, you know, I'll be honoured to be in uh, octagon with, on such a big fight like like that with him, anyway. So. I'll be I'll be all for it. I'll say bring it on if it, if it come forward. You know what it was? BJ Penn tried it. Remember, he was the fifty five pound champion. He went up to seventy fought GSP and he got his ass kicked. And then it was kind of squashed for a few years. Then they almost yep. did Aldo versus Anthony Pettis. But then the fight got I forget who got hurt. I think Pettis got hurt or Aldo got hurt. One of them got hurt. So then that fight fell out. Then they stumbled onto Conor McGregor. And McGregor went up from 40, didn't even defend the title, went up yeah, from right. 45 to 55, knocked out Aldo, then knocked out Alvarez, two of the best of all time. And then that started this whole, I want to be the champ champ. Champ champ, yeah. 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 I want $20 million, $30 million payday to be the champ champ. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I get it. I get it. I understand it. And obviously, if there's pay, if there's a big payday, we'll all be team for it. But I just don't want to be the, the type dodging the number one contenders. You know, and trying to fight fight other guys. See, I was a, I was in a position where I put myself a number one contender. So, and you know, Max, you know, even though he did move up, he still went back to his division, defended. He fought regularly. You know, he was still staying a competitive all through the year. And uh, you know what I mean. So he still defended. And while I was number one contender, he took me on. You know, quick turnaround at fighting. I respect that. And that's that's the type of champion I want to be too. I'll, I'll defend a few times if I can. Obviously, with it, it's slowing us down. But I want to fight regularly. And if uh, a lightweight fight does come in the future, I'll take that and I'll fight 145 straight after it. A funny uh, Max story. Uh, somebody pulled out against Max and my manager was like, Dennis, text Dana this. Text him who was the last person to beat Max. So I was like, oh, and I'm all hyped up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Dana, who was the last person to beat Max? He's like, 
Connor. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck. I texted my manager. I'm like, Connor was the last person to be. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, I was just about to say, yeah, <laughs> Connor. He goes, oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, God damn it. You fucked me, doc. He's like, nah, nah. It's part of your personality. It's funny. Daniel will think it's funny. So I was like, I mean, who was the second person to be? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was even uh, something. Alex, you're on an exclusive club. Obviously, Max yeah. is one of the best featherweights of all time. It's a very exclusive club with some VIPs. Yep. We got Dustin Poirier was the first one, and then Dustin Poirier beat him again. Conor McGregor, Alex Volkanovsky, and your boy Dennis Bermudez. Yeah, yeah man. Varsity. Var that's the varsity squad right there. <laughs> yeah. And then the thing, too, is like pe people always will – some people will say like, oh, no – that fight was close. He won a split decision over yeah. Max. But if that was a five-round fight, Max was done after that third round. Oh, yeah. Like, have you ever watched that fight? I haven't watched that fight. Sorry, I wish I was. I should have just dreamed with it and be like, yeah, yeah, watch it. But I haven't. I knew about it. I knew that. I knew that. I knew that uh, Dennis won, but I haven't actually watched it. I've got to go back and watch that. Yeah. I should have. Uh, my coaches would have watched that fight. Uh, obviously in preps because I let them do most of the yeah you know when we're when we're you know in prep and I'll let them go and study the opponents and that so I'm sure they would have watched it but uh, and I haven't got a chance to watch it but I will watch it 100% yes it was the first it might be a rematch might be a rematch we've got to we've got to get oh, as much he's, information he's, as we want he's pushing for that's the talks yeah rematch oh, yeah yeah well, that's what everyone's everyone's saying and you know again for the division right now I think that's still the biggest the biggest fight. Uh, so that's how I was looking at it. I was like, you know, for me, building my profile, I think for my profile, I think it's the biggest fight for the UFC, for the Australian fans. Uh, you know, I think it's the biggest fight right now because, uh, we, again, we've got a lot of contenders that are, I believe, uh, are maybe a fight away from right. being, you know, number one, you know, but they're all at the same sort of just one fight away, I think. Yeah, so, uh, I just like Korean that, Zombie is like one fight away, right? I would say. Yes, yeah. Well, but the, there's the, Brian Ortega, right? But that's what it weapon, is. But to get your title but, shot, you need to beat a former champion or a firm, a former title contender. You know what I mean? That's right, what so, I feel. Yeah. So if yeah. Brian, if, if if Korean Zombie beats Brian Ortega, yeah, he gets a title shot. That fight needs to happen. Who else? Yeah. I'm trying well, to think right now. Well, that's that's probably gonna happen. From what what happened, obviously they had the yeah the little run in uh in uh where was it? That was in Vegas, wasn't it? So they had the run in there, and Ortega slapped uh, his boy. So that was uh I was actually there uh, in front of where they were sitting, but I was out backstage with Izzy when uh, Ortega slapped uh, Jay Park. So uh, I don't know. I reckon that fight definitely will happen though, because uh, you know there's obviously a bit of hype around that now. We got Max Holloway, probably be next in line. We got Brian Ortega, Zabit, uh, Chan Sung Jong, Yair, Frankie Edgar, but Frankie Edgar's yeah, moving Frank down. Yeah, Frankie Edgar moved. Aldo moved. So we got Jeremy Stevens and Calvin Guitar about to fight, but they're still right. one or two fights away from that. Shane Burgos is on the come up, and that's the top 10. Like, other than that, yeah. yeah. Arnold Allen. Yodif, Youssef, Ryan Hall. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dan yeah. Ige is surging right now. So he's two he he's on a winning streak, so he might be two wins away from title contention, but they gotta be big wins. Yeah. Yeah. In a big way, too. In yeah. a big way. So yeah, right now it's it's Max. Zabit just squeaked out a fight. I believe his last fight was Jeremy Stevens, if I'm not mistaken. No, it was that Qatar dude, wasn't it? Yeah, Cal yeah, Kevin Calvin Qatar. Oh, Calvin, yeah, Calvin? Yeah. 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 I don't know. Yeah, so Kata, Kata, sorry, yeah. Kato, is it? But um, yeah. So that that, that fight, and again, uh, with that fight, you know, 
I just believe that they're all all one fight. You know, Zabit's on a, on a good streak. He just needs to fight a number one contender or you know, fight for a number one contender. But the same as Korean Zombie. Then there's still Ortega, who's ranked very high. Who you know, surely he's a he's a fight away as well. Then you got Yeah, who beat Zombie. You know, it's just yeah. There's a few a few people that are just right there, but. I just that's what I thought while I was injured. I thought if one of these guys fight, I literally think they jump the queue, and then the, the, everyone's talking about them getting that fight. And you know, I started talking about that. I sort of made it public that I think that they're all one fight away. Go fight each other. I'm injured. I can't do nothing right now. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. I'm ready to go, I'll see as whoever's number one contender. I'll see as there. But yeah, and that didn't happen. And then obviously Max's name kept getting uh, brung up. And again, right now I just think that probably is a is a is a fight to make. We just got to wait and see. And justified, though, too. Max had a nice winning streak. And Aldo 100%. Aldo was the champion for so long. And then he beat Aldo, then solidified it. But then Alex Volkanovsky came in and was like, nah, hold my beer. I got this. I'm going to fuck Aldo up real quick. <laughs> and even that. Yeah, that's it. He was a, that was a big fight. That's why I needed that. That's why I really wanted that fight. So, I again, I always want to put myself in a position where I don't care. You know, a lot of people are going to, you know, try and get all the hype and then a lot of them get a title fight purely on hype. I put myself in a position where the UFC couldn't say, no, I'll go out, take that number one contender in his hometown. Uh, obviously on a winning streak, he take, took out uh, two top contenders back to back. Aldo was, uh, yeah, so he was back on the winning uh, column and then I was just like, this is a fight that needs to happen. And yeah. I went over there, fought him over there and I took him out and then that, again, it gave the UFC had no choice but to give me that that title fight. So, yeah. so speaking- that's what I mean. That's why I think I think the guys in the division, the guys that are one fight away, don't hope you're going to get that spot. Go and take it. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah. Speaking of holding beers, do you do shoeys? I have done my fair share of shoeys. Oh, yeah. Stan, <laughs> Stan you should definitely mate, do a shoey. In his, like, I only got flip-flops on. Dude. Mate, you should, see, you should see when we go – we used to go festivals. And uh, Are you going to get a go shoe? There and get get a shoe. Of, yeah, I am. Oh, man. Oh, he's getting one. Yeah. He, he, oh, you know what man. you need to do? He's trying to get go, me a shoe right now to do a shoey. What are you looking for? What's a shoe? <laughs> what, you have a glass shoe? Well, you actually got beers right there. Oh, it's nighttime over there, isn't it? No, it's daytime. We're daytime drinking over oh, it's here. It's still daytime. Yeah. Oh, look at this. He's giving me a glass shoe. Oh, look at that. <laughs> well, What's look, a shoey? For a that's not a real shoe. Yeah, I, yeah. I'll do it out of it's a real a shoe for Alex Volkanovski. I can't believe you didn't bring a real yeah, shoe. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty disappointed with that. Pretty disappointed with that. But, yeah, I'm really disappointed too, dude. Menace, you know what? Menace, you know wanna... what? Hang on. You know what? You owe this man a shoey. We will have a video documentation of this, and we'll tag you in it on the Menace of the Man page. All right. It's going to happen. All right, 100%. Done. This week. I'll do but a you know, shoey for the right you know, person. Yeah. Alex Volkanovski you know is the right person. Do? This is what we used to do. Like Back in the day, we'll, like people go to festivals and – They'll be at a festival all day in uh, these shoes with no socks. And you oh, could imagine wow. festival dancing, going nuts. And then we'd be doing shoeies like six hours uh, deep in a festival while sweaty feet and shoes and then just. Well, yeah, I think. <laughs> so that's, that's what you've got to do. That's part of it. Do a workout. That's do part of it, right? It's got to be okay. a dirty shoe. It's got to be so like a shoe. I'll, run, I'll run him around the block, like a mile point six. No, no socks on, and yep. then he'll do the shoey. And you don't need to worry. Remember, the alcohol will kill the germs. All good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm not catching coronavirus from a shoe. At least well, I think, think that'd make you immune. Yeah. 
That's how you build up your uh, immune system. Absolutely. But even, Alex, one of the funniest things I've seen, too, or one of my favorite things about you that I've seen, you spar Adesanya, right? Oh, yeah, we've, yeah, we've had uh, some sparring. Obviously, we don't go crazy. We're, we're more technical sparring. But, yeah, I've sparred. I've sparred, yeah, mate. I've sparred plenty of uh, big guys. I've sparred heavyweights and everything. But, but yeah, I've, I've sparred him a few times. I put a couple of photos up longer. There's one where he's landing a jab clean on my face. That's a, uh, I literally, yeah. That's when you think you're out of range, but then he's got them uh, long, yeah. long arms and just stuck on straight, <laughs> straight on the nose. But well, yeah, he's, but, smart, I mean, it's funny. he's huge. Yeah, man, he's a, he is a big boy. So a lot of people think he's a like small, and then they meet him like, oh wow, you know, he's a solid, and he's slowly because now he's doing a lot of strength and conditioning. Slowly, slowly starting to fill out a little bit as well. So he's got, he's actually a decent size, decent size middleweight. But it's one thing that uh, a lot of people. Like, so I've sparred him, and it's funny when we spar afterwards. He's always like, because again, pressure. One of pressuring's uh, one of the things that you know us at shorter guys yeah, like to yeah, use, yeah. as you know. So, uh, and that's what he says. He goes, sometimes I end up getting him on the back foot, and he's like, I'm pressuring him, and he's, I'm controlling where where he is, and then he'll be like, wait a second, I'm not letting this little fucking featherweight <laughs> yeah, put yeah. me on the fucking yeah. back foot. So that's what he'll be saying, and then he'll be like, fuck that, and then he'll try and stand his ground, and then before he knows, it, he's on the back foot again. And that's what he was saying. He's like, oh, I don't know how he does it. He's just got a knack for it. He just knows how to put people on the back foot and control, you know, and sort of, you know, just things like that. And he's, um, he goes, he's never really sparred with someone that's able to do that, especially someone so much smaller than him. Yeah. So that's uh, something that, again, it's a tool that I, in my last few fights, I didn't really have to use. But again, a lot of people, I, I don't want to talk myself up, but a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, you know, You're the this champ. guy's going to change the champ. Exactly right. You know, the they're going to say this guy can do this, but mate, I believe I can go deep anyway. I've got a lot of uh, a lot of ways that I can take a fight, and I'll be very comfortable no matter where it goes. Oh, for sure, my dude. And you know what I love too about your fighting style? You're into the calf kicks. Oh, they suck. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just yeah. Again, I've got short legs, so it's uh, it's easier to hit the now. <laughs> so hitting the calves, hitting the calves is pretty easy. But at the same time. I believe you know you can you can hit the calves, control them. Obviously, you know the calves, especially when they want to stay on their toes, it, it makes it hard. But not just that, it is a closer target, and especially with someone like a someone like a Max Holloway, you know he, he does stand heavy on that front leg because he loves to manipulate that distance with his jab. So that was one reason why we had to do that. Even if it didn't hurt him, it was just going to break his rhythm. So uh, you know that's that's a, like again like we had obviously I can't give away too much. But um, at the same time, a lot of people, you hear a lot of people like, oh, yeah, all he has to do is adjust to them kicks. And then, you know, he's going to give Alex a big problems. But then they don't realize that the main focus of my leg kicks was to break his rhythm. Yeah. So he's the volume puncher. And if he's going to start worrying about my leg kicks and adapting to that, he's doing my job for him. He's already broken his own rhythm, something that he's been so successful for so many years. Uh, and not just that. You know what I mean? His volume's going to be a, a lot less because he's trying to protect that leg. So you get what I mean? It's a, it's a tricky one. A lot of people look at it very shallow-minded. I guess that's the right word. They'd be like, oh, all he needs to do is check the kicks. Check the kicks. That's a, oh, I'd love that. Again, that, that'll break his rhythm. That'll make it work even easier for him. Speaking of kicks, sorry, getting a little bit off rhythm or topic. You threw him off rhythm talking about the low yeah, kicks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> when was the last time Aldo threw one of those fucking Aldo kicks? I haven't seen Mate, it in like years. He says, I remember hearing somewhere that um, it was 
Tay, he was taking, like, it was too much damage, even though he was landing these massive kicks, like, his legs would be busted up. And, like, that's why he was saying, he's, like, going, you know, it's, it was doing him just as much harm. Obviously, through the fight, it would, it would bust the guy's leg. Right. But after the fight, I think he would be, like, weeks and weeks without being able to use a leg. And it's funny because I know I've heard that, and now I believe it because <laughs> a lot of my fights, I've been doing a lot of kicks. And don't get me wrong, it does it does build up. But at the end of the day, you know, I've got a job to do. If I'm going to hurt my leg in that octagon, but if yeah. that's going to get the job done, I'll keep doing it till my career's over. So I don't care if it, if it hurts afterwards. I'll worry about what's what's working in the fight. I'll do what needs to be done. And if my leg hurts afterwards, I'll deal with that afterwards. Yeah, for those couple weeks that your shin hurts or your foot hurts, you just go, yeah, I won that fight though. Yeah. Deal with yeah. it later. Yeah, man. Yeah, I won that shit. Fuck it. Oh, mate. It hurts too. Like, I've had, like, I can't, like, the next day, especially jumping on the plane, a lot of times. Oh, uh, I know you. up, all the Dennis, salt. You, oh, man. Do you, do you hold a lot of water? You would hold a lot of water too, wouldn't you? Heck yeah. Mate, and on airplanes, I don't know if this happens to you, but all that water just ends up going straight to my ankles. Yeah, you can push, your, my legs. You push your foot and your indentation will stay there for, yep. like, yeah. 45 seconds. <laughs> it's on crazy. A, plane. Yeah, man. a minute. <laughs> on a plane, you're saying. No, yeah, like man. just even like After when I get swelling. off. After yeah. swelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fuck there'll be up. a proper dent, like a, a nice th- proper fingerprint that stays yes. in, in, your, in your shin. So I get that as well. And then after my legs being like that, um, and then all the water going down there and all the bruising and all that yeah. goes down, mate, I can't even walk the next day. For like two I weeks, I won't be able to kick anything. Actually, like a yeah. month. Fuck. I remember actually funny talking about the water. I remember because uh, when I fought Aldo, I ended up getting cellulitis on my leg. Oh, that's tough. And um, that's when I was in Chile for like five, six days in a bed, bedridden. I had to leave my leg up. I had to leave it up so the, you know, obviously the fluids can come down. And so while I was eating junk food, after a fight, holding a lot of water, sitting on a chair, being a V, so my, my head was up and my legs were up. And because. The lowest point was my hip area. All the water end up sitting around my hips. So my legs, my hip flexors, all the water sat there. So you go there and I just look like a pear. <laughs> I literally look like a pear, mate. It was a pear with legs. It was weird. It was actually these are problems that we get when we uh I know it. Oh here we go. <laughs> you gonna scold the whole thing or what? Yeah, I mean I owe you at least even a bootleg shoey, so yeah, I'll ahead, hit take- you with it. Take it down. Take it down. You got to down it. You got to down it. You got to down it. Which way should one I? Go? Is this like the what's that movie? Beer Fest, where I got to yes. turn it at the end. I don't know. Put Cheers, up. Alex. Where, where's the stand cam? Cheers. Why you want me to go stand cam? Yep. I'd rather keep it right here and let right. that, Alex see it. Really, dude? Put that thing away. Oh, Holy here we go. shit, dude! We gotta get the show over eventually. <laughs> wow there it is that's for the featherweight champion oh, <laughs> man, I that. he throws up <laughs> <laughs> man i can't wait to see the shoey the real one man though i'm loving this episode though i got two of the in my opinion two of the best featherweights that ever lived dennis bermudez oh, alex wokanowski yeah a couple of homies here we go varsity Good squad stuff. mate yeah. bro I the varsity squad crossbows yeah, Crossbows, yeah, shoeies. Yep. We got yep. it all happening here. Yeah. You gotta live. You gotta that's the one thing with this coronavirus. You gotta still enjoy your life as much as you can. Exactly right. Adapt. Yeah. Adapt. Like I say, you've got to adapt no matter what it is. 
So, Alex, you're the man. Thank you for the time. Don't be a stranger. Let's get if you're free, we'd love to have you on. You can come yeah. on every episode if every you want. Week. You're the champ. Well, next time we have well, you my, on, I want uh, a street fight. Oh, he's probably younger. Yeah. I want to hear a street you fight. One of my street fights. Well, next time we have you on, I want to hear about one of your street fights. Okay, yeah, I've got a few of those that I can And do. if you want, you yeah, could start <laughs> you could start thinking about like a crazy one that never even happened. You can make it up. I don't care. You could lie to us. No, I've got some pretty good ones yeah, that I didn't like make that. up, so I wouldn't mind telling some stories. Yeah. And yeah, sounds we, good. We've been playing. Hey, remember, we've got a lot of time on our hands, so if you want me on again, let me know. You got a big dog. Oh, absolutely. And we've been playing phone tag with Adesanya's people, but let Adesanya know. I don't know how close you guys are, but slide into his DMs and let him know. Menace no, and the man got, is where it's at. This guy's phone number. Of course, but text him right now. Tell him the menace wants him on the menace and the man show. And Stan, Stan will do a shoey oh. for him. <laughs> oh, as 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 our boy would usually say, mine and is his boy. Leave it with me. Oh, if, leave it with. Me. If if that's what we need to do when we have Australians on the show is me take a shoey all day. Yep. I'll do it all day. Mate, now that you've done shoeys and and you got crossbows and whatnot, oh, man. I think we need uh, a boomerang, dude. Think, yeah, that, I'll send you one. Ooh, Deal. we like that. We like that. All right, Alex, all right, you're the man. Thank you for the time. No take it worries, easy, thank champ. You. Peace, bro. Have, have a good one. You Stay too. safe. Be careful with that boat. Yeah, wash your hands. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. He's a good guy. Oh, my God. Stan, dude. we got to hurry up with the show, man, because I got to go outside and shoot my crossbow. Dude. I'm losing light. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>